Thank you for joining us for another lesson of Antioch Fellowship Church in Florence, South Carolina. We are reaching the lost, making disciples and enjoying life. We pray that this lesson is a blessing to you as you walk in your God-given purpose. Now, here is the message. Well, over the past couple of weeks, uh, Dr. Harris have been teaching on on us shifting, going to the next level, elevating, progressing. That's what Dr. Harris has been speaking on for the last couple of weeks. Because for for us to change, we must be willing to shift. In order for us to improve ourselves as individuals in society, we must be willing to shift, which means we have to make a change. In order for us to go to the next level or improve, we must be willing to shift our thinking, okay? Which leads to a change in our character. And a change in our character leads to a change in our conduct, which leads to us speaking differently and acting differently, okay? But it all starts here in our mind what we allow to be processed day in, day out. The thoughts that comes and goes in our mind. Those thoughts dictate how we perceive ourselves out here in society, how we react. But again, in order for us to go to the next level, we must be willing to shift. So let's define what is shift, the word shift. Let's define that so we be all in one accord. Shift, to change the place, position, or direction. Simply mean to change. That's all shift means. Meaning that you are willing to make a change. Now, with that being said, at times, we can shift positively or we can shift negatively. That applies to each and every concept that a change is taking place. And at times, it doesn't feel good to shift or change. Especially when we are starting to change in the wrong direction and we have people to bring it to our attention. <laughs> Use myself as an example. When I first got married a couple years back, early in our marriage, um, I was a Certain size. Clothes were fitting a certain way. Getting the same size jeans. Okay. Loose fit, relaxed, you know. But as years went by, I noticed there was a shift going on. Now, I noticed it, but I ain't paying no mind to it. Brush the side. But my spouse, <laughs> my helpmate, knows the shift as well. See, you have realized that at times, people on the outside know we're changing before we really understand that we are changing. So, in that aspect, I was kind of shifting and changing in the wrong direction. So, she brought it to my attention. She said, hey, babe, pants getting kind of tight, isn't it? I said, what do you mean? Kind of tight. 
I look. I said, yeah, you got a point. Tag say loose fit, but it fit like slim fit. So, nah, you right. Now, did it feel good? No, I'm be honest with you. I was in the early part of my marriage years ago, full of pride. And it felt good. I took offense to her. Why? Because she brought the awareness to me. And at times, when people bring things to our attention that, you know, that we don't like or know that we need to know, sometimes we take it the wrong way. But they do it out of love. They do it out of love. Because, see, I was shifting and changing in the wrong direction. Pounds was going up, pants staying the same size and getting tired. So I had a decision I had to make. I had to change. Now, I wouldn't be able to change if I had to put in my mind that I need to do this. So it goes back to how you think. It goes back to how you think. And at times, like I said, it just doesn't feel good. But that's why you have a, have a good person who can keep you accountable. Amen. Can check you while you're taking it personal. Someone in your corner is going to be truthful with you. That's needed. In order for us to go to the next level, in order for us to improve ourselves, in order for us to become a better individual in society, you need some, that type of person in your corner to tell you the truth when it hurts. Why? Because we're trying to shift. We're trying to level up, not level down. We're trying to go to the next level. And I require a change. And I require for us to make some sacrifices. But in order for any change to be effective, it requires us to be consistent with the new change. Because, see, we can put things in place and start to do it, but if we don't consistently keep the same pattern of that change going, we will not get the results that we want. We will not get the results that we expect that we should get. Why? Because we have to practice consistency. Consistency is the key to having an effective change in your life. How consistent are you with the new changes? Consistent are you? For any operation to run effectively, there must be a level of, of consistency practice. If there is no level of consistency practice, operation will not run smoothly. Half the time we, we see that going to some of the restaurants. <laughs> we know when they got a smooth process going in the level of professionalism. Once they mess up our work, man, I ain't going, I'm not going back there. <laughs> yeah. Again, it must be a level of consistency practice for any operation to run smoothly. But it requires that will. It requires you thinking. Before you address anything, you think about how you're going to tackle that situation. You should. Because a man who failed to plan, plan to what? Fail. That's truth. So you have to evaluate how you're going to address that situation. 
Amen? So that, that requires a, a certain level of thinking. Give you another example. Like you're going to the doctor. Okay? Come in for your checkup. Doctor look at you and ask you, how things going? Well, you know, take it one day at a time. Okay. You still didn't answer the question. How things are going? See, the doctor already know. Whether you have been practicing what he told you to do or not. At times, saints, we, we, we make things deeper than what it have to be. You know, make things doesn't have to or need to be deep. For example, like I say, going to the doctor. You know, you're up there uh, changing so far as your your pressure, your cholesterol, things of that nature. You're trying to pray it away. Just simply just back away from the table. <laughs> it starts there. It starts with us physically doing something. Yeah. It requires us to make a sacrifice. I've been there. Been there. At, on my job, we do every, you know, every six months, we do the blood screening, things of that nature. And I know when I wasn't doing right, boy, I didn't want to get that report. I actually tried to hide from her, from my wife. <laughs> because I know I wasn't doing right. But who controlled that? We controlled that. Why? I know that I wasn't getting the results that I was supposed to get. Why? Because I didn't practice consistency in what I, the changes that I needed to do. Again, you must learn how to practice consistency. You can make the changes, but if you don't practice it, you will not get results that you expected. I remember back in, what I believe it was 2019, right here at AFC, my uh, my wife kicked off a a health uh, challenge, and the ones who are who are participating in it had got you no know, good results, but they would have not have gotten those results if they haven't made up in their mind that the things that she told me to do, if I don't consistently do on day to day, I I would not get the results that I respected. Because it take a level of sacrifice, and see, we are people of people of creatures of nature. I mean, we don't like to sacrifice at times. We don't like to go the extra mile to get the next level. But in order for us to improve and become better individuals, we have to make a sacrifice. I often just to tell the young folks: for every reward, there's a a sacrifice that has to be made. Just like any athlete, for them to be in the top shape, they have to be willing to sacrifice. You know, just like with, with any musician. In order for you to get better, you must practice. Practice requires you making sacrifice, sacrifice the time away from family, away from others, for you to get better. If you want to go to the next level, you must be willing to make sacrifices. Why? Because we are trying to go to the next level. We're trying to improve ourselves. We are trying to become better individuals. And God look at consistency. Let's go to Luke 
16 and 10. Luke 16 and 10. Consistency. That's what God looks at. And it reads as follows. He who is faithful in what is least is faithful also in much. And he who is unjust and what is least is unjust also and much. Let's get that in New Living Translation for me. Amen. Luke 16 and 10. There we go. If you are faithful in little things, you will be faithful in large ones. But if you are dishonest in little things, you won't be honest with greater. If you are faithful in little things, faithful. To be faithful, you must be consistently doing what you're supposed to do. You know, if you can't handle the little, you're not going to be able to handle the bigger, the much more. If you can't get to work on time now, we're praying to God for another job. Just being honest with you. <laughs> That's what that means. Are you faithful in taking care of what you have now? Because in order for us to improve and go to the next level, we must be good stewards of the things that we are in control of now. If you want God to bless, bless you and go to the next level. Could God look at consistency? He sees it all. You know, we always like to say, well, you know, yeah, God knows my heart. Yeah, you're right. Well, he also sees your actions. <laughs> and you, you ever notice we always make, we make that, we always make that statement after something, you know, not quite as positive. Oh, yeah, God, God knows my heart. I try. Did you really try? Yeah, you're right. He does know, know your heart. He sees it. Can't hide from him. So again, if we want to go on the, on the next level, we must be good stewards and faithful of the, of the little that we have in order for us to get more. So again, it's time for a shift. Shift for the better. Shift to go to the next level. That requires change. Once that change takes place, it, it requires a level of consistency being practiced for them change to be effective in our lives. But it starts here and ends here in your mind. So let's look at five things that I believe that will help us become better individuals. Number one, let's identify aspects of our behavior that requires change. Self-evaluation. If, if, if you know it, with dealing with COVID, <laughs> he had plenty of time to do self-evaluation. My, my goodness. If you ain't learned nothing about yourself, well, I don't know what you've been doing there. <laughs> you had plenty of time. <laughs> self-evaluation. Let's go to Psalms 139. 
shifting, going to the next level. Verse 23. And it reads as following the words of David. Search me, O God. Know my heart. Try me and know my anxieties. See if there are any wicked way in me and lead me in the way of everlasting. Search me. And that's what we have to do. When we want to go to the next level, we have to cry out to God, search me. Because that's what David did. David asked God to search him. David is willing, willingly asking God to show him errors of his life that need polishing. Now, do we do this enough? Saints, amen. I know I, have, I constantly have to do it. We had, I remember a couple months ago, my wife had, uh, we had a speaker come on Zoom call to talk to the young folks. And um, I love what she said. It was very simple, but very profound. She says, I have to kill self each and every day. That is true. I said, wow, it resonated with me. Because for us to go to the next level, we, that's what we have to do. Kill self. We mean myself. Kill the evil thoughts. Kill the evil ways. Have to kill self each and every day. Because of what talent you have. In order for you to go to the next level or maintain where you're at, you have to kill self each and every day. If not, the flesh is going to take over. Have to. Do a self-evaluation. And how do we do that? With the word of God. That's how we do it. You have to decide what you must change in your behavior to align your life more closely to what you believe. If you are a believer, we have to start acting like we are believers. That's what it's about. We have to start acting that way. But it, it comes with the, our mindset. It comes with our mindset. Are we going to believe the word or not? Plain simple. Are we going to try to live it or not? Plain simple. But in order for us to reap the things that we want from the word, there has to be a level of consistency. We can't be just Sunday saints. <laughs> no day by day we have to partake of this word day by day we have to take part of this word and, we, and so at times sometimes we make it a little hard like man I, I, I read about you know a bunch of stories in there I really don't understand it okay well let me, let me help you out back in the day and they still have it now you used to have our daily bread anybody remember our daily bread small little book had a little story. Church go with it. Take about maybe maybe five minutes. Three. That's it. And it happened there each month, each day. Small but powerful. In other words, you're feeding yourself. You're feeding the spirit, man. That's what you're doing. Now, and that's required. It's called being consistent. And those small little things help 
you change you mentally. Amen. But you have to do it. It, it, it requires a little level of sacrifice. If you want to go to the next level. Number two, we must face obstacles that cause you to make excuses mm. or justify your lack of change. We got to face some obstacles, saints. We got to stop making excuses. Plain and simple. That's a mouthful right there. Everybody's given 24 hours. Now, what you do with it, that's on you. You got to make time out for God. Ain't no way around it. Ain't no way around it. You got to make time out for him. If you want to better your relationship, if you want to improve yourself, you have to make time out for God. And it requires a little sacrifice. Like I tell the young folks, I say, look, I say, you got to, you got to get your schedule. We'll see what will work for you. Now, some people can pull out, pull out the word and read the word, you know, lay at night. I can't do that. Well, I get about to that third word, I'm gone. Sleep. That might work for you. That might, that might work for you. I'm just saying. You got to figure out what works for you. That don't work for me. Now, you know, if I always want to go ahead and go on sleep, yeah, that work. But if I want to ask you dissect and get into it, I can't do it. I can't, mm, no, 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 no. You got to realize, you know, some of my days, I start 4.30 in the morning working. So, you know, no, 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 I can't do that. So you got to get what works for you. Work flows. You know, you got to stop making them excuses. Make it happen. Like the commercials say, like Nike. Well, just do it. Put in your mind, I'm going to do it. You know what? I'm going to just do it. You know, or for me to go to the next level, or for me to improve myself, I put in, put in my mind, I, I have to do it. I must do this. Yeah, just that simple. You have to see what flow and what's worked for you. You know, it's not one size, one size fit all. No, no. Uh-uh. What work for you might not work, work for me. Yeah, but you have to be willing to try. And that's what gets us. And that's all again by our mindset. Willing to try. That's it. You have to be willing to try. We're quick to say, man, that don't work. Well, have you really tried? Well, I tried one time. How long you try? Well, I try for one day. Really? And you expect you can get changes like that. Learn everything in one day. No. You're not. So again, you must put in a practice of consistency. Build your schedule, your pattern. See what works for you. Yeah. And you must trust God through this process. That's what it's all about. You must trust God through this process. And you, you don't have to do this by yourself. And see, that's the whole point of having church. You get connected to different people, you know, that can help you along the way. Yeah, once you accept Jesus Christ, the Lord said, yeah, you have the, the Holy Spirit you know, inside you, the help, the comforter, the advocate. I got to understand that. But you have one who, here who you physically see, you can pull on, get the number. That's the whole point of coming to church. That's why we used to express that to the young folks in the team ministry. 
You won't have to do it by yourself. You are not alone. Amen? And for you to go to the next level, require you to pull on people sometimes. Y'all think when we see athletes on TV, they're good because they're just that good? Yeah, they're good on the next level. But guess what? They have a what? Trainer. Don't let nobody fool you to, oh, well, I just got here all by myself. No. Stop. Stop. You went to some school and something. You go to the next level. And that's what we have to do. Again, like I said, it's not that deep. But we have to be willing to try. You have to be willing to try. Try and try and get and put all your effort to it. It's all right here how you think. All how you think. Number three. Instead of focusing on the character of others, we need to focus more on our change. Like the old folks would say, sweep around your front door. Put you out sweep around mine. Amen. Yeah. When I'm growing up, I ain't really understand. I understand now. Yeah, we all got different things that we have to work on. We all do. But we so focused on worrying about this person doing this, doing that. Mm-mm. I stopped that years ago. No. I got enough just, just to try to keep myself straight. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Focus on, focus on self and it's, and it's important. Let me show how important it is working on self. Go to my, one of my favorite verses. Matthew 22. Some of you guys probably know where I'm going. Matthew 22. 37 verse. Amen. Shifting. Changing. Going to the next level. Leveling up. And it reads as follows. Jesus said to him, this is what Jesus said, you shall love the, the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. Your mind. Your mind. We, always, we get wrapped up in all your heart, your soul, but that last part, your mind. Me and be more God conscious. Amen? Yeah. And why, Jesus? Because this is the first and great command. That's why. Your mind. What thoughts are you entertaining? Yeah. Because you have realized you become the thoughts that you entertain. And that is based upon where you allow and coming through your, your eye gate, where you are watching each and every day. You're watching a lot of drama, guess what? You probably got a lot of drama in your life. Come on now. I'm just saying. If, if we watch a lot of drama, guess what? You're going to probably create a lot of drama because that's all you see. 
Again, what are you depositing through your eye gaze? Because again, you become them thoughts. And it goes to the second verse, well, verse 39. And the second is like it. You should love your neighbor as yourself. Now, you guys know how I feel about that, that, that part, about loving yourself. Again, self-evaluation. Now, Jesus said this, this is right here. It just, that part is 39, just equal as 38. And this is the first and great command. Learn to love yourself. Because if I don't properly know how to learn love myself, how can I express that same love back to you? It make it difficult. If there's certain things about yourself that you don't like, you have to change. We have to stop making excuses and make the adjustments. Why? Because we are shifting and changing and trying to go to the next level. We all got things that we have to work on. My biggest thing was, was my attitude. That's probably about 80 or 90% of people probably deal with the same thing. Again, you're not alone. I had to work on my attitude. Yeah. You know, and it takes time. And I'm still working on it daily. Like I said earlier, killing self daily. Yeah. Because one thing as a public servant, you deal with a lot of people, you deal with a lot of different spirits, you deal with a lot of different other people's attitudes. And people can say certain things can cause you to get out of character. Quick, fast. Amen. Make you want to, you know, drop the Jesus for a couple seconds. Let's go. Oh, yeah. I'm right there. I understand that. I understand that. But again, what keeps me focused is what I have deposited in each and every day. That a soft answer, turn away wrath. And I pull on that. Soon, I mean, the Holy Spirit pulls. Soon, I want to say something. I get my mouth ready, thought ready, ready. Let, like I said, I ready, let cut loose. Holy Spirit said, whoa, whoa, whoa. You, you, you a believer. Oh, you a believer. You saw the earth. You were walking a pistol. You supposed to be setting an example. I'd be like, man, can I get five minutes? But, but nope. Nope. You got to set that example. Yeah. Again, sometimes I don't feel good. Because you balance that flesh. And it doesn't feel good. Mm, 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 mm. Let's go to number four. Take your thoughts captive. Take your thoughts captive. Let's go to 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5. Amen. Shifting. Change. Consistency. In order for us to go to the next level, we must be willing to shift and change. 
In order for that change to be effective, you must be able to practice consistency with the new changes. Amen. Second Corinthians 10, verse 5. And it reads as following. Casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Bringing every thought into captive to be obedient of Christ. I think this right here is probably one of the hardest things to do at times. I thought life. Why? Because when we step out of the door, we get exposed to many different things through our eye gates. And, and at times, this can be a battle. I thought life. But if you don't daily practice on trying to get control of it, it's, yeah, you were, you were going to lose the war on it. And how, how do you do that? By reading your word. Again, I can just tell you. When I think one thing and what do something, the Holy Spirit brings to my remembrance that I am a believer. But if we want to spend time reading the word and praying and depositing those positive thoughts and depositing the word of God in, into you, the Holy Spirit got nothing to remember you about. Nothing for nothing, equal nothing. So that takes us. Practice each and every day a pattern of reading the word and praying. And that requires sacrifice at times. That requires sacrifice. And my last point, number five, being persistent. We have to, again, get locked in, get focused. In order for us to go to that next level. We have to get focused. If we are not focused and inconsistent, we're not going to be able to go to the next level. We're not going to be able to improve ourselves. We won't, won't be able to be able to help others properly because we haven't got self straight. The only way we can get self straight, we must learn how to kill self daily. Because that's what I practice and do killing self daily. Because we all go through different things. No one's exempt. We're all going through different internal battles. Regardless of what title or individual have, you're dealing with something. But you have to put in your mind that I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to accept what society is saying out there. Because of the color of my skin, I'm a victim. Who a victim? I'm a victor. And that's what we have to start thinking. The mess they got going on now, I, I refuse to receive that. Oh, we beat the mentality. What? You must forgot who your father is. You must forgot who lives inside of you. We are victors, not victims. Amen. Don't ever forget that. We are victors, not victims. It got to the point now, now the church, they, they start, to, start to believe that mess. No, I refuse. Regardless of how things look, I keep on telling myself I'm going to win. I'm going to figure it out. Why could the greater one live inside of me? I'm, I can't fail. 
can't lose. But you have to start thinking that way and believing that. Hold on to that. Yo, it's your mentality. How you approach life dictates how the results of life is going to come out. You want to approach it as a champion, as a believer, or you want you going to approach it? Well, I man, I guess I I can never win. A loser mentality. You have to change your mentality how you approach life. See, that's that's right there. That's that's my soapbox right there. Mm. I don't. I think about where I came from, where I'm at now. And I know the only way I got where I'm at now is through the grace of God. I'm wrong. You gotta realize I'm rolling with God since I was 12. So it's nothing nobody can say. It's nothing nobody can tell me. Gonna shake me from it, regardless of whether this man of God fall, this woman of God fail, this church fail. Let me say who don't fail. That word, God haven't failed. Why? Because I'm living it, I'm seeing it, I'm believing it, and that's what we have to get to, folks. Victor, not victim. Amen. I don't see what God I'm doing. Still walking in, living in it. See where don't brought me from. Come on now. Nah, you're not gonna be able to shake me from there. That's where we have to get to on that level of thinking. We have to get there. Stop making excuses. You know, make our adjustments. Reach out who we need, we need to reach out to to make the changes to move to the next level. You are not alone. You're not by yourself. Why? Well, again, because we are victors. Now, I'm out of time. Let's get up for Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I never like to end a broadcast without giving people the opportunity to know Jesus. In other words, to become a part of the kingdom. Nicodemus asked Jesus, what should a man do to be saved? In the kingdom of God. Then he told him you must be born again. That's what Jesus told Nicodemus. So we want to pray a prayer with you. If you pray this prayer and believe it in your heart, the Bible says you will be saved. Just say this with me. Say, dear God, I believe that Jesus Christ is your son. He died for my sins and he was buried. And you raised him from the dead. Now, Lord Jesus, I receive you now as my Lord and my Savior. I'm born again. I'm saved by grace through faith in Jesus' name. Amen. Ma'am or sir, if you said that prayer and you really believe it in your heart, why don't you inbox us, uh, call us, and we'll send you some information to help you with your Christian walk. Our phone number is 843-629-9710. Thank you for listening. We pray that this message has been a blessing to you as you walk in your God-given purpose. Your support, love, and prayers are essential to Antioch Fellowship Church as we continue to reach the lost, make disciples, and enjoy life. Please visit us at www.antiochchurchonthemove.org.